Mike Slater on the Blaze Radio Network. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on washing and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. Uh, I want to play this here. We'll break it down. But, but just big picture, imagine getting up in front of the President of the United States on a pretty big TV set around you know 100 people, and they got all these cameras on you, probably five cameras on you. And you get up with a microphone and you're talking to the president of the United States. That is a very, very hard thing to do. Uh, This video starts right after she says, um, she says, quote, the thing is that the laws we create don't stop these horrific things from happening, right? And that's a very tough pill to swallow. We want to think that we can make a law and people will follow it. But by the very nature of the crime, they're not following it. She picks up from here, clip 55. They're not following it. By the very nature of of looking at the people who hurt our loved ones here, I don't know that any of them would have been stopped by the background check. And yet, I I crave that desire for hope, too. And so I think part of it, we have to recognize that we cannot outlaw murder because the people who are murdering, right, are, they're breaking the law, but they also don't have a moral code that we have. And so they could do the same amount of damage with a pipe bomb. The problem is that they want to murder. And I'm wondering why it wouldn't be a better use of our time to give people hope in a different way, to say, you know what? We, well, first of all, actually, let me, let me back up to that, because with the laws, I know that at least at last I heard the federal prosecution of gun crimes was like 40%. And what I mean by that is that there are people lying on these forms already and we're not prosecuting them. So there's an issue there, right? But instead, if we can give people hope and say that also during this time, while you've been president, we are at the lowest murder rate in our country, all-time low of right. murders. We're at an all-time high of gun ownership, right? I'm not necessarily saying that the two are correlated, but what I'm saying is that we're at an all-time low for murder rate. That's a big deal. And yet I think most of us in this country feel like it could happen at any moment. It could happen to any of us at any time. And I'm almost finished just when, uh, when you talk about the NRA and after a mass shooting that the gun sales go up, I would argue that it's not necessarily that I think somebody's going to come take my gun from me, but I want the hope and the hope that I have the right to protect myself, that I don't end up to be one of these families, that I have the freedom to carry whatever weapon I feel I need, just like your wife said on that farm road. You know, I don't, The sheriffs aren't going to get to my house either. And I understand that background checks aren't necessarily going to stop me from getting a gun. But I also know that they wouldn't have stopped any of the people here in this room from killing. And so it seems like almost a false sense of hope. So why not celebrate where we are? I guess that's my real question is well, for, celebrate that we're good people. And 99.9% of us are never going to kill anyone. That's awesome. She framed it as hope. So Taya Kyle is a believer and a wonderful woman. No, no doubt she sat down and thought a lot about this, prayed a lot about it. And, and she decided to take her time with the president and 
frame it, the Second Amendment question, around hope. About giving people hope. Why? She's basically saying, Mr. President, why are you not giving people hope? And if that if he's not giving if he's not instilling hope in people, what is he instilling? I want to get to that, but one quick thing that she said as well. Um, you know, a lot of people will say we need to enforce the laws that are already on the books before we make new ones. And she threw a number out there, um, and that's what she's talking about. She's talking about the number of people who lie on their background forms, background check forms, and are almost never prosecuted. If you lie on a gun background check form, you can face up to ten years in prison. And in 2010, which is the most recent number I could find, 44 people were prosecuted for lying on their background check form. 44. And you think, well, that's, that's kind of a lot. 80,000 background checks were denied. <laughs> Those are the ones that were denied. Not, I don't know how many people were, uh, were uh, people applied for, you know, who were accepted or whatever. 80,000 background checks were denied. And only 44 people were prosecuted? So Jim Baker from the NRA met with the vice president two years ago. He said, and now this is through his interpretation, it's, he said that Joe Biden told him, we don't have the time or the manpower to prosecute everybody who lies on a form, who checks a wrong box, or who answers a, a question inaccurately. Now, I don't know what percentage of the 80,000 people who were denied, I don't know what percentage of them just checked the wrong box by accident or whatever, versus how many straight up lied on the form, but I'm pretty sure it's more than 44 people lied. And Taya's point is the laws that we currently have, that among others, aren't enforced right now. So let's do that before we go ahead making new ones. Great, great point. Well done, Taya. But here's the big picture. She says murder rates are at an all-time low. It's true. First of all, did you know that police officers killed in the line of duty is an all-time low? All-time low, lowest since 1887. Gun crimes are at an all-time low, 50% of what they were in 1993. Violent crimes, lowest level since 1978. And all crime is at its lowest level as well. Isn't that amazing? Gun crimes, violent crimes, all crime, lowest levels. And the truth is, if you stay away from the drug trade and where gangs hang out, you'll probably be fine. Now, of course, you can, you got to take precautions for your family, but all that. But if you stay away from the drug trade and gangs, you'll be fine. And she's saying, listen, people think that if we're, you know, we're going to walk out of this studio tonight and uh, a couple of us are probably going to get murdered. <laughs> that's just not true, but that's what people believe. People are not getting murdered left and right, so why do you keep instilling fear in people? You should be giving people hope by sharing the good news that crime rates are so low and stop giving false hope by suggesting that passing new laws will stop anything. Because, again, they wouldn't have stopped any of the most recent crimes that motivated the laws that you're talking about. They, and they're not going to stop the 26 shootings. 26 people who were shot in Chicago over Christmas weekend. Laws wouldn't have stopped any of those. So stop giving false hope by thinking that signing a piece of paper will change a thing. I love it. What she's, she's talking about empowering people. She said, I want hope. That's all I want, Mr. President. I want hope. The hope that I have the right to carry and protect myself and I don't have to end up being one of these families, uh, uh, victims or, or family of the victim. I want hope and I want empowerment. This is my, my biggest dream for the Second Amendment. This is my biggest, my biggest hope. 
I wish that local police departments across the country would host gun training events for their citizens to attend. I, I don't care if it's free, you got to pay, whatever. Why do police departments not want to empower their citizens? Why would a local police chief not say, you know what, I, I, we've got a lot, got a lot of great law-abiding citizens in this, citizen, in this uh, county, this town, this city. I want them to be empowered. I want them to have, be the first line of defense. So we're going to have some gun safety classes. And you'll come on by, and we'll go shoot at the range a little bit too, just so you can be comfortable with a firearm, just so you know the ins and outs. And if you have to pick one up for whatever reason, you know how to use it. Just so your kids know how to respect firearms. They understand that it's a tool. They understand when to use it, when not to use it. If they're really young, they have respect, and they know that if they go to a friend's house and their dad has their gun out in the garage, they know to go tell an adult and not to touch it, not to play with it. Why would a police chief not want that? It's the craziest thing. Um, I guarantee you, Doctors want people to know how to do CPR, right? Lifeguards want people to know how to swim. Why do police departments not want their, their, the people of, of their, uh, their town to know how to use a gun properly and when not to use a gun? What's up with that? Why do they not want to empower their citizens? Why, instead of instilling hope and empowerment, do they want to instill fear? Fear and impotence, leave it to the experts. You know, it's to tie back into what kicked off the segment with president saying, you know, guns are very, very dangerous in the home, and uh, more often than not, they're going to be used against you. <laughs> they want to keep you in fear, and they want you to be impotent, as opposed to be confident and in control. And that's all Taya Kyle wants. She, she says, all I want is hope and the ability to protect myself and my family. Why would you do anything to deny that from me? Well done, Taya. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now.